Do you ever think that you're running your life on autopilot? Well, that was me. For over 40 years, I was dealing with a past childhood trauma that hadn't been fully addressed. Even though I had gone to therapy and I've done different methods of healing, there was something missing and I felt incomplete. And then a couple of years ago, I realized what the answer was. My name is Lynn and I'm here to help you advance your healing to a brand new level where you can fully embrace the femininity and beautiful, sexy mama who you are. And I want to share that with you through this podcast. Myself and my guests are going to inspire you with our stories of our healing and how we have truly triumphed after trauma. This is awesome, everybody. We have Ruby Alley here with us. Hey, Ruby, how's it going? Hi, Lynn How are you? <laughs> Good. It's going great. Uh, I'm here in North Carolina, Wilmington, enjoying the beach area while I can. It's uh, The season is changing now, so we're just getting started, and the weather is beautiful. So, <laughs> Oh, awesome, awesome. Okay, and Ruby comes to us. She is a functional dietitian. And I'm really excited, listeners, because she has had trauma in her life and her gut was affected very much. And um, to the point that she was really suffering a lot. And I believe, isn't that why you do what you do? Yes, uh, absolutely. This the struggle of health issues all my life is what really brought me here today. Okay, awesome. And so please tell the audience, like, what, what got you into this? Like, what, what is the big reason why you are helping people with mind, body, spirit through functional dietitians? That's such a great question. So many times I've asked that question myself, why I do the things I do. And it's funny because I think it can't be answered really simply just saying that one thing happened. It's just the event of the entire life, how different experiences that happened, uh, the trauma that I experienced at a very young age. Um, I was uh, sexually, physically, and emotionally abused. And then I had my grandmother passed away at that time. And then one of my uncle was the only closest one that passed away. It just, and I was away from my mom. So all of that, I think just made it so difficult that it manifested in, it started manifesting in pain uh, for my body. And so I started getting different health issues, but that wasn't something I really knew that much about. I didn't know much about health problems at the time. Uh, eventually, because you were about how old then when you started having the problems? When, when it started around nine, nine years old. Yeah. You don't really think there's, you don't think health. Exactly. Like you don't know anything about because you want to be just, you know, you just want to be free like a child. But that wasn't my my childhood. My childhood was just living in fear is living. You know, my my mom was away from me. She was in the USA and my father never wanted a child. So when I was born, he didn't look at me. And um, it was just hard because my whole family was always trying to hide me from him. And I was like sleeping under beds or I was just hiding all the time. So my life was spent in like fight or flight. I was just always hiding. I didn't know when I was going to be 
seen or when I was going to be safe. So I never had that safety all my life or the love or everything that I just needed for a child to feel safe and safe and be themselves. And that was really hard for me. And eventually when my mom came, she saw that I was, I was yellow and she was like, what's going on with her? Like she didn't, she didn't even know, like for a little bit, my aunt gave me away to my dad eventually. And he just abandoned me, like gave me an empty room to live in and just fed me sugar all day. And I was, I had, you know, I had severe parasites and bacterial issues in the gut because I could see them, you know, I can see it. And when I went to number two and it was really scary. I don't think I ever told my mom, it just resolved something on its own, but I struggled through digestive issues, constipation and just so many problems one after the other. Like I went to so many doctors. I did all the tests you can possibly think of the delayed gastric where they do a test and they see if your gastric system, like if your stomach is passing the food in, in the right time, all of that. I've done everything. And it's like never found an answer to my problem until I started learning that we are just so much more because I've tried different diets. I would try every diet. I was ever unable to lose weight because it wasn't the more I exercised, the more I gained weight instead of losing weight. So my problem just felt like they were building on each other. And it just got to a point I was like, this is just enough. Like at one point I was like, I just have to put everything that I've learned aside for a second, just just really observed what's going on. And it didn't matter what diet I tried. I've tried 800 calorie diets. I never lost weight. You know? Wow. That's torture. It is. I've tried liquid diets. I've never lost weight because your gut is, if you can't properly digest your food and you can't properly digest your emotions, I think that is such a big one that we don't often talk about is I had all these emotions. I never stood in my power. I was a child who was not allowed to talk. I wasn't allowed to voice my truth. I didn't, I wasn't allowed to say anything. And it's just how I learned. Girls don't really express their emotions. You have to accept everything. Where I'm from, from I'm from Pakistan. So you just accept everything and you do as, as they say, or as your parents or older elderly people say, and that was it. So for me, it was, my lessons came in smaller portions and like, when I first left home, it was like, I just can't take this life anymore. I want some different. I want, I envision something different. And just as I did all this, I always suffered, went to the hospital in ER so many times because I would have these hypoglycemic bouts where I would just get lightheaded and they didn't know why my blood sugar was low or what happened. Like I would just constantly get sick, always suffered with constipation. No one was able, ever able to help me. I would literally go to the doctor and I would be like, okay, do you think I have anemia? Do you think I have a hypothyroid eventually? Because those are things that run in my family. I just figured I might have them. I didn't really understood them at the time. So just all of those, but nobody ever listened. Instead, the doctor was like, oh, here's Prozac. You know, you can take Prozac. I was, I was like, thank you. Because <laughs> it just intuitively that never spoke to me that I wanted to rely on pills because I had my mom actually knew some people that were on it and they have very, they have negative side effects. And once you start these medications, you're just dependent on it. You're not the same. It not only stops your, the depressive side, but it also stops your happy side. So you're like a very mm. neutral person. Like you don't have any emotions. You're almost lifeless. So it, 
medication never spoke to me. So I always believe that there is something different out there. Right. Something else that can help us heal. And for me, honestly, I've always been a very spiritual person as a child because I, when I couldn't speak and express myself, I listened to music and I danced. And then I just prayed. I prayed all the time. It's like I was, I used to be a very, very strict Muslim at the time. I used to pray five times a day. I would do my Ramadan, but it brought me peace. It brought me so much peace. I felt safer when I prayed. Eventually I went into meditation and just my mind was different. I felt like there's, you know, that's the part of health that we're missing because if we don't address the mindset the limiting beliefs that we have that come from our parents and how we experience life. Those are things that stop us from getting healthy because eventually when I was trying to get healthy, I would try food helps. Definitely food helps. The type of food you eat makes a big difference. The environment you live in makes a big difference. And then it's your mindset. Do you actually believe that you can heal? For me, initially, it was like I healed one thing, but then something else would come up because I didn't fully express myself. I didn't fully deal with all the buried emotions that I had, all the anger that I felt inside of me. I had to deal with that. And so when I see so many people that spend thousands of dollars going to doctors and they spend all this time researching, trying something new, but the answer doesn't lie in that. We, we need, in our world and society today, we need more holistic approach where we're focusing on the food, the exercise, but the mind, body, and spirit. You cannot heal without mind, body, and spirit work. Okay, and that's what you, that's what you do in your practice. Then you do all three, all yeah. together simultaneously. Yeah, so I, I function as a functional a registered dietitian where I do look at your food and personalize protocols to you. But then I also focus on the mind, body, spirit as a transformation coach. My goal is to help you dig deep and get to the root of things. And the root of things are your mindset and your limiting beliefs and your trauma because that is what it becomes habitual in us without us knowing. And it just ingrains in our subconscious minds. We work on that level to understand what's triggering us, what's blocking us. And that is what I help uncover on top of everything. Wow. You, you go so deep then because listening to you talk, you know, especially difficult things that happen to a child, you know, it's really hard to be able to put words to it, to express it and, just let alone understand it. And then it's not until much later that, you know, we realize, wow, that wasn't right. And it really affected me. And then it takes even more time to put words to how you were affected. And in your case, your body was affected pretty quickly. I mean, age eight, nine years old, dealing with gut health and having jaundice. I mean, you were definitely mistreated and malnourished. Um, but you, I mean, that, if I may say so, in a sense, you were a little bit lucky to, to see the cues like right, right away. Because for so many, like even for me, I have vitiligo. I didn't, that just surfaced six years ago. 
So for all these years, I've been dealing with, you know, some of the, the same things, you know, not being able to express emotions or using my voice or being authentic. And of course, my body is wreaking havoc without me knowing. So now I have the visible, it's evident now that my skin is affected, but I didn't know. So I don't know if it's okay for me to say, hey, in a way you were a little lucky because you got to see it. You got to actually, you had something visible, um, something you could put a word to a name to that, yeah, there's something wrong rather than living with something under the surface that you never, that never actually appeared until you're 80 or what have you. I think you're right to an extent, but I would say because I was so unaware that gut health was the problem for most of my issues and my underlying trauma was leading it, I didn't realize that until literally last year in full capacity. Wow. I have been, and I think there's a tendency with people that have had a lot of trauma, is that we keep running. So for me, I was a child who was never enough, who wasn't really, never felt worthy enough for for anything and never felt like honestly I never felt like I belonged and that was hard for me to find my space in the world and so I had to find a way to love myself and know that I am good enough and I think that comes from just me understanding when I stopped running when I became a registered dietitian I was like what now? Like, I don't have to run anymore. Like, I don't have something to prove. I don't have that next thing that keeps me busy because I never took time off. I never took time off. I was always someone that was always doing something. And this is how busy I kept myself where I didn't have time to think. I didn't have time to say anything or, or even feel emotional. And mm -hmm. then when I stopped in 2019, when I stopped, everything just came crashing down on me. And I just felt like that's it. I felt like it was over. But that's when I did. I did a lot of spiritual work. I meditated three to four hours a day some days because I just couldn't find peace. And I had to sit there and, and work through it, do everything. What The food got me to a better place because it plays a role. But it wasn't until you deal with the underlying issues, like I said, like the mind, body, spirit, knowing that I had trauma, knowing that these are things that are still bothering me, that I'm mm -hmm. still learning to put myself out there. I'm still learning my voice. I mean, the first time I ever spoke in my 20s, or maybe when I was actually 18, my whole body shivered because that was the first time I spoke up to someone else and I stood up against someone else and I said what I truly felt. And it's, it's exhilarating, but it's also like, it's nervous, like something in you changes when you're actually using your voice, like your own power. Like you don't even know you had that. Yeah. You used it all your life. So it was just, I don't know, that experience knowing that there's just so much to us and we only work at a quarter of it is what really changed changed me and I know this is why I'm passionate because I know that we can all heal if we just like look at the things that we don't want to look at we don't want to face those things we don't want to it's not comfortable it's not fun to sit there and feel your pain or or think about the time something happened and work through it it's not because many of us just block it off you know, we, we have a tendency, tendency to keep ourselves busy and block it off so that we don't have to deal with it. 
but that's not going to get us results because what it's doing is just leading us to the same place where we started. Right. Wow. That, that's amazing. And I can relate to a point. I was, um, I think a lot of, of us who've had, you know, deep trauma as a child, I think we, we do stay busy because it's a lot easier to do than to stop and look in the mirror or to just stop long enough to feel even that. (laughs) And now when I I have to ask this, you were saying that uh, a doctor gave you Prozac. Was the doctor giving it to you because he knew about your gut problems or is it because you were just sad and depressed and in pain and just not doing well in general? I was actually 13 when I was prescribed Prozac and that was because I was having a lot of chest pains at that time. So what I complained about chest pains to my mom and she took me to the doctor and the doctor, they did EKG and all the tests on me and they said, everything's fine. Maybe I'm stressed. So they just prescribed me Prozac thinking that maybe it's just the stress and maybe I'm not speaking up or saying something, but we also just, I don't know if they spoke to my mom or my mom said anything, but that's all I know that I just told them that I just had chest pains. They couldn't find anything in EKG. So I was given Prozac. Okay. So now what you, with what you know, what do you think about that? (laughs) I mean, I really have such an it's such a negative experience all my life with doctors and conventional medicine that this is why I like I was wanted to be a doctor or a healer and I was like I just can't be in this way like you can't just know what's going on with the person and just prescribe them a prescription of something when you don't even know what's what's there and so yeah I I'm not happy about that this is why I practice functional medicine where we look at you as a a person as what your life is, what your relationship is, what your support system is, what your mind is like and all of that. This is why I'm, I don't have the faith where I don't, where you say some people have had luck with, but I just haven't. I've just been that one of those persons and no matter what I went through, and I know I'm not a doctor, I'm a dietitian, but with learning everything that I've learned about my own journey, I've been misdiagnosed every single time. So if I had to diagnose myself, literally, it was the trauma that led to all these problems. But yes, I had hormonal issues and gut issues, but I didn't have to be labeled in any other way because there wasn't any any of those problems. Unfortunately, we get labeled with different things. And that's just, for some of us, it becomes our identity for a while. Yeah, you're right. Get labeled. And then there's a prescription that goes right along with the label. Exactly. And no no dispute, nothing. You just, okay. And you trust and you, you hope for the best. Well, I am really, it's, it's been really awesome talking to you because um, it's, it's just really refreshing hearing you and where you were and where you are now. I just love it. And it, your story goes perfectly with the name of the podcast, Triumph After Trauma. Because here you are, you are a brand new woman. Like you don't have pain anymore, right? Yes, I don't. (laughs) 
<laughs> I can see that happily. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. And you're helping so many people. So about how many clients do you see regularly? Honestly, my my practice is not where I do a typical, you go to a doctor once and you get done with. I do a six month program because my goal is again, to help you deeply like get down to the deep roots of where the problem is. And so I do a six month, it just cannot be done in one month. And so it includes the dietitian part. And then also obviously it includes doing a lot of uh, deep inner work and so it lasts about six months. And so I only do six months and I only see maybe about five clients um, a month that I would like to because I like to focus on just them and give them full attention because it is, is a very in-depth one-on-one like VIP type, you know, because I want to be there for them and I want this to be special for them. Because if I change one life with like, with all my heart, that's much better than trying to change hundred or 50, you know, and, and the quantity, it's the quality of work that I do that matters to me versus the quantity. Wow. Good for you. And have your clients had a lot of success? Have they been able to heal and um, have better futures? Absolutely. And I think one of the things is a lot of times what's interesting to me is sometimes the clients don't even notice that they don't even make that connection that trauma can actually be connected to health. We don't even think about that. And they don't even sometimes know that they've had trauma because we just think it's part of life. It's just something that happened to us. Right. We don't even think anything of it, how it's like controlling us. I call it like my analogy is always thinking of it as chains that's holding you back. You know, you can't move forward in life until you break those chains. And so, yes, they've had success. Uh, that's either that's physically, mentally, spiritually, because it's all intertwined and it cannot be separated. So it's together and it happens when one thing changes, there's a shift, everything else will shift. Wow. Yeah, that's a great way to describe that. Well, I've really enjoyed this time with you. And I really appreciate you and your journey. And you're very courageous and brave. And um, I'm just really honored to have you here. Thank Thank you. you Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. And this has been wonderful, wonderful. So I appreciate that. Lots of gratitude. (laughs) Good. Well, please tell our listeners how they can contact you. What's the best way? Sure. So you can easily reach me at uh, simplysupercharged.com. That's the best way. I'm on IG. I'm on Pinterest. It's the same thing. You can go to Facebook at Simply Supercharged or Instagram or Pinterest. Either way, I'm there. <laughs> okay. Awesome. Simplysupercharged.com. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Well, thank you. I'd love to have you back again. That sounds great. I would love to be here. Bye, Ruby. Bye. I think it's awesome that you've spent the time with us today. And, you know, my guests and I, we have been through a lot to heal our trauma and to get to where we are today. And I hope that you've been inspired. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Don't forget to share it with other women who you know are looking for some more resources to help them along their healing journey. Also, go to our website, thesexymama.com, where you have an opportunity to book a call with me where we can talk together. I can assess where you are in your healing journey to see if there's more that I can do for you. 
And we have a private Facebook group, which is an amazing resource for you, for women only. It's called Triumph After Trauma, and I will catch you next time.